This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner, and you're tuned in to the Retirement Ready Show. We got the man, the myth, the legend, Brad Allen. How are you? There it is. That's it. Yeah, I should bring that around with me everywhere I go. Is that the, is that the response when you get home? Is that the wife and kids? Are no. everyone cheering? Daddy's no. home. They, they, there should be a button that says, when's dinner? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the response usually. Well, hey man, your kid. Well, you got one teenager, but you know, soon the response is going to be, "Can I have some money?" Yeah, yeah. There's that too. Yeah, it's coming, buddy. It's there. It's coming. There's Legos. Hey, uh, can we get these Mario Legos? You know, uh, all that stuff. You know, there's always more Legos to buy, isn't there? Always. I mean, any movie that comes out, there's a brand new set of Legos that comes with it, and and those Legos just keep getting more and more expensive as time goes on. You know, so. It is what it is. At least it uh, keeps them busy for about 32 minutes, and uh, and then it's on to the next. On to the next. Yeah. On to the next. Well, great topic this week, Brett. I'm really excited to talk about this. One of my favorite topics. And I think it's something that, that's just often overlooked when it comes to retirement planning. A lot of people don't realize the timing and strategy of withdrawals from your accounts can have a massive impact on how much taxes you end up paying in retirement. Right, and it's a simple equation. Number one question we get, do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? Well, think about it. If you have your nest egg, whatever number that is, is if, if a smaller portion, or maybe in a perfect world, none of it's going to Uncle Sam, you suddenly have more money to live on. So you've answered that question. You've made your money last longer, right? And traditional advice might tell us that withdrawing from taxable accounts first is best, then tax-deferred accounts, and finally Ross, where they're tax-free. But this is, isn't always the most appropriate strategy. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. A lot of folks don't realize that withdrawals from different types of retirement accounts can cause your Medicare premiums to go up, can cause additional taxation on your Social Security. But by carefully planning your retirement and your account withdrawal strategy, it's possible to reduce taxes, hold on to more of that savings to enjoy for retirement. So today we really want to explore this topic. And and one of the most important things we're often ignored is retirement taxation. Whether you're just starting to think about retirement or you're already enjoying your golden years, understanding how taxes can impact your income is really, really critical. Your retirement is too important to leave to chance. So walk us through, Brad. Taxes, retirement, give us the 101 here, buddy. Yeah, you know, one of the the, the things people don't want to talk a whole heck of a lot about is taxes. You know, we might have to title this uh this uh, podcast a little different. The fun stuff about retirement, we'll call it. Otherwise, nobody will listen when they see taxes, right? I mean, taxes have been one of those things where, you know, you just think about, oh, I got to put all that stuff together every year. I've got to do my tax returns. But we're talking about tax planning, you know, and looking forward instead of just looking at today. So if you're getting close to retirement, maybe you're a couple of years out or maybe even a couple months out, congratulations, you made it, right? I mean, you're to the point now where you feel like you have enough money today to last the rest of your life. And a lot of people just focus on that. 
They just focus on the portfolio. They don't necessarily focus on the plan around that portfolio. And the portfolio is, don't get me wrong, it's very important, right? The investments that you make and how aggressive are you in the market and all these things. But there has to be a plan outside of that as well. Too many people just focus on just those investments and what they're doing. And that leads to a lot of stress, and especially in a period like this where the market is so rocky and there's so many peaks and valleys on a daily basis that that people get a little nervous when they're just focusing on the investments. But when you can step outside of that and you can look at things like income planning and tax strategies and healthcare strategies and estate planning and all these other things that are almost just as much important as the investments that make just as big of a difference long term, you have to have a plan for those things because that's going to add less stress to you once you get to that magic age of retirement. And when one of the big things is, like you're mentioning, Tony, is, is income planning. A lot of people want to just start drawing from those taxable accounts early in retirement because they think that it'll help them in the long run. But what I would say is when you first retire, you're probably going to be into the, in the lowest tax bracket of your life because you have no income coming in, right? You just retired. The income from work is gone now. Now you're trying to figure out, should I turn Social Security on? Should I draw from these different accounts? What is my best option going forward? And let me just stop right there and say this is one of the most important things uh, the, the, the most important areas and decisions that you can make in retirement is where to draw from first, because this, I can promise you, is going to have a big impact later on down the road. A lot of people don't plan for this area. They just start drawing from where, where they think is the best place, and they end up in a very high tax bracket later on in their 70s. So just think about this for just one second, right? I mean, if you're in the lowest tax bracket of your life early in retirement because you have no income coming in, possibly the best place that you, you could draw from at that point would be the tax-deferred accounts. Because think, you haven't paid taxes on that money yet. So every dollar you take out of those accounts, you're going to pay full taxes on it. But if you're in the lowest tax bracket of your life, every dollar you take out, you're paying taxes, but at a lower rate today than what it will be in the future. So you just want to take a, you know, you want to stop at that income planning area just as much as you stop in the investments and look at that on a daily basis. You want to make sure you have a solid plan based on your goals for where are you going to draw money from. And that even goes along with Social Security. Should you take it now or should you wait? It's going to be a different answer for everybody. That's why you have to have some of the programs. That's why you have to have some of the plans put together for you to decide, should I take it now? Should I wait five years? Should I wait till 70? What makes the most sense based on my plan, not based on what the internet says, not based on what uh, Joe Schmo did uh, uh, 10 years ago, right? I mean, you want to base it on what your goals are and where you want to go in the future with your retirement, because that's going to be different for everybody. So that plan has to be different for everybody as well. Plan has to be dialed in. And there are so many different things that you can accomplish. I think one of the things that's interesting, Brad, we talk a lot about today, Roth conversions. Right. And the premise behind the Roth conversions is, hey, when the 2017 Tax Cut and Jobs Act passed, you know, it lowered rates. The problem is it only lowered rates temporarily. Right. We know rates are going back up in January of 2026. There's no doubt about that. That's written in the law. You look at the federal debt. You really want to scare yourself. Go to usdebtclock.org. You'll see the mounting federal debt. And it could happen even quicker. 
right? We could see increasing rates to try to accomplish paying off this crazy debt that we have, right? So the idea is here, let's pay today's lower rates before they go up in the future, get some of that pre-tax liability growing tax-free, coming out tax-free, passing on to your loved ones tax-free. And that's really important, but there's some gotchas, there's some things you got to think about, but I know, Brad, you're doing a lot of Roth conversions with our clients, and this can really be a phenomenal strategy to help extend the longevity of your portfolio. But also, I mean, just think about that, right? Think about that. Say those words with me, Brad. Tax-free. Tax free. <laughs> it has a nice ring. I'm being silly, it but it has a great ring to it. It's awesome, right? I mean, the the, the part about the tax-free is, is, you know, one of the areas that people get hit so hard later on in retirement is, is those RMDs, those required minimum distributions. So if you haven't heard that yet, you'll figure it out later on. Trust me. But uh, the age right now is 73 years old. It used to be 70 and a half. Uh, and then it was changed to 73, and now they're talking about 75. There was a 72 for a while. So, you know, that, that age just means that whatever tax-deferred accounts that you have, whether it be 401K or IRA or whatever it is, you have to start taking money out at that age. And it starts at a percentage around 4%, and it goes up a little bit each year. But what people don't realize is they have to take that out, whether they need it or not. If they don't take it out, there's a 50% penalty for not taking it, plus the original amount you had to take out in the first place. You're going to want to take it, even if you don't need it. But what that does is that is income for that year. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your retirement-ready roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. And the more your income goes up outside of Social Security, the more your Social Security is taxable. If you didn't know that, Social Security is taxable, but it's dependent on your other income. The higher your other income, the more you pay taxes on your Social Security, and that counts as income. Then you look at Medicare premiums as well. That's based on income. So the higher your income, the higher your premiums start to get there. And, and one thing I can tell anybody that's listening around the country is a lot of people find themselves in one of the highest tax brackets of their life in their 70s because of that income. Right. So it, you have to have a plan in place for that. And that's where those Roth conversions become so powerful right now. The Roth money is tax free. Literally, once you pay the taxes on it initially, any growth you have in that account, anything you take out later is tax free, meaning it does not count as income. Right. So if you have more tax free money that you're drawing from, you're keeping your income lower. You're also keeping your Social Security taxes lower and possibly your Medicare premiums stay lower as well. So it is like a snowball that starts at the top of a mountain. Right. The, the taxes and it gets bigger and bigger as it keeps rolling down that mountain unless you do something about it earlier. If you can stop that snowball in its tracks and start putting a plan together in place right now, how can I lower my taxes in the future by taking advantage of lower tax brackets now? now. So the idea of a Roth conversion is you're taking money from an IRA and paying the taxes on it right now and then converting it over to a Roth IRA. And the benefit of doing that is you can do as much as you want. A lot of people think Roth conversion, I can only do 7,000 a year. How much can I you know, do over time? But that's a contribution, 
right? A conversion is taking money out of an account you already have, paying the taxes now and converting it to a Roth. And you can do as much or as little as you want. Now, it should be within reason. You don't want to do everything all at once. You want to be very strategic about how much you do on, a, in, on an annual basis. But what you're trying to do is take advantage of these lower tax brackets right now that we have because taxes are going up in the future. And it, it, I will tell you, this is one of the, you know, we could sit here, Tony, every week and just talk about, oh, what stocks and bonds are doing well this week and, and how is the market performing and what should you look at there. But tax strategies could have the biggest difference on your overall plan, not just for you, but for your beneficiaries as well. And it makes some of the biggest differences in the overall plans that we put together where it, it pays to spend some time and just talk about how important this can be for most families that we meet. It is really important. And, I, you know, I think just so common in our industry, I, you know, I call them stock jockeys. But, you know, if somebody is really technical, they want to get into the weeds with investments, we're happy to do that. But our data has shown us, Brad, I've been working, you know, with retirees and, and some level or another for 20 years now. And the data shows us, to your point, that the tax strategy is what really does move the needle. Oftentimes, we meet somebody, and yeah, we can save a little bit of fees out of the portfolio, maybe get a little more efficiency. Sometimes the risk isn't lined up. And I don't mean to discard those. Those are important things to fix. But it's not uncommon that we can save $100,000 over somebody's 30-year retirement right? That's not uncommon. And, and let's say maybe even we're off by that number and, and we can only do half of that. That's still a really substantial number. And it makes a big, big difference and begins to, to kind of talk about that longevity in a portfolio. That's why having that comprehensive plan, a retirement ready roadmap, where, yes, you have the portfolio squared away. You have an income plan where I know exactly where my income is going to come from, from what account, what orders, right? I got my health care squared away. Maybe it's getting to Medicare age, deciding Medicare supplement, advantage, family, health, wellness, succession planning, right? And then taxes, having all those pieces working together. That's why at our firm, we have accountants that do the tax returns. We have health insurance agents. We have an elder law attorney. Sometimes I call her elder attorney. She gets mad at me. But <laughs> we have an elder law attorney that, that, that can help you with those things and really make sure this plan's working together. And, you know, we do this, you know, we, we're in Wisconsin here. I know the podcast goes everywhere. So Wisconsin, we're right outside Milwaukee, and we have a couple different offices around this area. But we work with everybody, right? I've met with clients in Florida, in, in, in Utah, in Arizona, all over the place. You know, you name one of those kind of states that are more favorable for retirement from a tax planning strategy, and, and we have clients there. So the process is pretty simple, but the process is based on what are your goals as the client, because the retirement plan needs to be built around those goals. We can talk all day about investments and income planning and estate planning and all those things, but if we don't know what your goals are, we'll, we're just talking about generalities. We want to tie those different stops along the way to what your specific goals are. If your goal is not to leave money, anything to beneficiaries, well, we don't want to save as much money as possible and spend as little as possible to have a boatload of money left over. We want to enjoy that go-go season of retirement, and if you want to travel or whatever you 
want to spend your money on, we want to create a plan specific to that budget rather than having a bunch of money left over later on down the road or vice versa. If you want to leave everything to the kids, what does that look like now? What do you have to spend today? What do you have to make in investments? How do you get that money into tax-free accounts so that it goes to the the beneficiaries the the most favorable way possible. So just taking a step back and realizing the first step of any process when it comes to retirement planning is figuring out what those clients' goals are first because you cannot build a plan that's going to be suitable for them unless you know what that that looks like. Yeah, I really have to understand those goals because to your point, it is so different you know, for everybody. We have some clients that come in or, you know, families that come in and say, hey, we want to, you know, live on ramen and SpaghettiOs so we can pass on as much as we can to the kids and grandkids. That's great. But then we really want to implement some specific strategies to make sure Uncle Sam's not the biggest beneficiary. Other families come in and say, hey, love the kids. I hope they're saving for their own retirement. We want to enjoy ourselves. If something's left, of course, I want it to go to the kids, right? And, and the third couple comes in and says, Tony, those kids better be saving for their own retirement. In a perfect world, the day I pass away, my checkbook will balance to zero and I will have spent every penny, right? And, and I think, Brad, you can't say any one of those three are wrong, right? Any one of those are right, but they're going to be very different plans. And it's really important that we understand what your goals are, what your plans are, and, and how you want to accomplish that. Because doing it right is going to be the difference between a successful plan and not a successful plan. And the other kind of wrinkle I want to talk about, Brad, here before we run out of time, is that the Roth conversions are powerful, but it's a little bit more complicated than just throwing your IRA money into a Roth, right? Doing that the wrong way can cause more premiums on your Medicare. It can cause more of your Social Security to be taxable. And one of the challenges when we think back to the 2017 Tax Cut and Jobs Act was, yes, we got this reduction in tax rates. Yes, we got an increase in the standard deduction. But if you're one of the, you know, thousands, if not millions of American families that are, are charitably minded and you're giving to charities, maybe it's as simple as putting $10 in a basket at church each week. You're not getting that deduction anymore because you don't itemize. There's some great ways you can combine the Roth conversion with some tax strategies to get that back and minimize the tax impact on the Roth conversion. Absolutely. And then that should be part of that plan. You know, if, if you are charitably minded, if you do give to church every week, what does that look like? That should be part of that overall retirement plan that should be because that is a goal uh, my goal is to give to charity or church every single week or every single month or every single year how do you take advantage of some of the tax codes to lower or maybe even do higher Roth conversions in its place so and you mentioned Tony just be careful right you don't want to do everything to a Roth all at once there is a lot of strategy when it comes to these kind of things what you want to figure out is what tax bracket are you in today versus what tax bracket will you be in later on down the road in your 70s? And you have to add a couple percentage points to that, right? Because taxes are scheduled to go up. If you're in the 22% bracket right now, that's scheduled to go back up to 25%. Or if you're in the 24, it's going up to 28%. So we already know that even if you have the exact same income coming in five years from now as you do today, you're going to be in a higher tax bracket. So the idea of a Roth conversion is if I can pay 22% today versus 
is 25 or 28 percent later on down the road, I'm going to save myself quite a bit of money by doing that. Right. I'm paying it on my terms versus waiting and and having the the government tell me how much to pay. So you do want to focus on that number. You want to maximize the bracket that makes sense to maximize now and not go higher than that, but also focus on Medicare premiums and not boosting yourself up into some kind of premium bracket you don't want to be in unless it makes sense to do that. And sometimes it does. Right. So you have to look at these things and work with somebody who knows what they're doing when it comes to the the, the tax planning. Doing it right is critical. And, and if you're tuning in, I, I get it. Retirement can be overwhelming as it is. Now we're talking about all these tax strategies. It's scary to think about rates going up and more of your money going to Uncle Sam. I get it. But we'd love to help. And, and if it's not us, find someone who's experienced in this. Not all financial advisors, fiduciaries that work in retirement, do holistic planning. You really want somebody that's incorporating these pieces. We'd love to be that somebody. We'd love to talk to you. There's no cost or obligation to connect with us and at least have some initial conversations and understand if some of these strategies might benefit you. We'd love to help you out there and we wish you the best in your retirement. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake and Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake and Associates LLC.